0: everybody, this is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from
1: the beginning. Matt, how are you? Tappa, tapa tappa, followed by a little pull-a, pull-a, pull That's how I'm doing.
0: That's not, I don't think that's a real, that's not real, that's not an answer for
1: that question. Oh, well, I mean, I'm doing fine, I guess, although <laughs> aspects of this episode really make me want to smack somebody.
0: God, I, mm,
1: it's better than last week that is true it's definitely there are parts of the, this episode that i would call good even. <laughs> exactly you gotta look at the bright side
0: hi guys we have brought to you about our supporters on patreon you can support us by going to patreon.com slash the simpson show for only two dollars a month gain access to all of our bonus content appreciate everyone who supports us we can move on this week's episode it is last tap dance in springfield episode b-a-b-f-15 originally aired may 7th two thousand. written by julie thacker directed by nancy cruz at a 7.3 rating which is i think 7.4 million viewing households i have no idea how well it did in the ratings i must say it did second behind malcolm the middle that's my guess shocking i don't know if that's i mean that's just conjecture might have been first or, or third maybe in fourth it's possible the chalkboard gag. I will not dance on anyone's grave.
1: I mean, I know, that just seems uh, disrespectful in general.
0: Depends on the grave. That's true. I would
1: some people deserve it.
0: Some people, um, I don't. I'm not gonna. Just because they die doesn't mean they get more respect. The couch gag. The living room is a jungle. Marge, Lisa, Bart, and Maggie swing in on a vine gracefully like Tarzan. However, Homer swings past the couch and crashes like George of the Jungle.
1: Watch out for that tree, Matt. Yeah. Remember. I do remember that. I remember it from the 90s uh movie with Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. Mhm. This episode guest star Frank Welker
0: as the cougar or mountain lion.
1: <laughs> oh, Frank Welker. Welker he's amazing.
0: He's uh he has a distinct ability for animal noises. And that's why he is he was he does a uh, nibbler. He was nibbler. No. he was nibbler. Uh the episode begins with Homer watching television, watching a, a new show called The Cyborg Organizer, who is a Robocop-type <laughs> character who just organizes things for the police. All right? There's a lot of- Until it's retooled. Matt, there's a lot of television in this.
1: There is. Too much, I would say.
0: A lot of TV and movie time. A lot of, of the mm-hmm. show is- It's notable. You're like, wow, there's a lot of time where they're just watching things. Um- Let's see, Marge's taking Bart to the mall to go shopping for a camping trip. She wants to take Homer to maybe get his eyes checked because he is literally like six inches from the TV screen. Uh, he avoids it until he realizes that Cyborg Cyborgizer has already been changed. The show is already, it's lost its main focus. You know, I hate when that happens, man. It,
1: it happens a lot. The show is just completely changed. Like, uh, I remember Parks and Rec used to be bad, and then it was good. So sometimes it's for the best.
0: Cyborg organizer though, now he's helping models
1: organize. Exactly, you know, and he has to take care of his cyborg child, his cyborg son. I did.
0: I. it's I don't know. I like the cyborg son for to a certain extent. Um, but Homer gives up at that moment. He he was on for cyborg organizer, the cop, not cyborg organizer, the cyborg organizer. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. So they go to the mall. We get a Springfield mall shopping trip. The whole family goes. Homer can't see anything. He accidentally picks up the uh one eyebrow baby. You
1: mean Gerald? I don't has Gerald even been named yet? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't think so.
0: I think he's still just the one eyed one eyebrow baby. This still is Arch nemesis.
1: No, 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 because uh it was the episode where uh, they were asked asking about the enemies. Uh, I think it was like a sideshow Bob episode, and Lisa said, even Maggie has that baby with the one eyebrow.
0: Yeah, but it's not Named Gerald though at that point.
1: Hmm. It's Good just question.
0: just the one eyebrow baby. That's what I'm saying. Check Frankieak. I'm not gonna I don't think it's worth the research. So Homer they leave Homer to get his eye testing done. Marge takes Bart to go shopping. He don't wanna.
2: Well your dad gets his glasses, we'll go shop for your trip. oh I hate shopping. Just give me a deck of cards and I'll win whatever I need from the other kids. But you need to try things on. Every brand has a different idea of husky. I'm in tantrum position. T-minus five, four, three. Remembering dead cat for real tears and... <laughs> Fine, you win. I'll do your shopping for you. Tantrum averted. But now I can't forget the cat. <clears throat> okay, let's get started. Oh. Hey, wake up. Where are you? Sorry. Now read the first line. I ate pee-pee. <laughs> uh, you little dick <laughs> guy... better or worse worse better or worse better
0: okay (laughs) this episode also
1: uh, season 8 episode 20 uh, the canine mutiny is where we we learn baby gerald's name
0: oh okay very important matt thank you Mm -hmm. Um, this episode's heavy on physical comedy cartoon cartoon violence cartoon sequences. It is in the Bart plot.
1: Uh it, the Lisa plot is, is fairly free of that, but the mm, Bart plot is really heavy on
0: it.
1: I don't know about that man. <laughs> Do you watch the same episode I did? I did.
0: Okay. We'll get there. So uh so Homer has has taken his eye test. His eyes are so bad. He tries on many many glasses, doesn't want to actually pick out glasses. I like picking I don't I like picking out
1: glasses. I mean, I like being able to see afterwards. That's nice. And no, I don't have to anymore.
0: I know, but I like I like it's fashion. I don't know. It's like picking out a new T-shirt. What's wrong. Yeah. Homer doesn't want to take the time. He chooses the laser eye surgery, which uh, that's very convenient that they have a laser eye surgery center right there at the autometrist.
1: That's true. I mean, really, it's the same thing. It makes it like, oh, uh, well, you know, if you don't want these glasses, we also have lasers. We also have lasers. Um.
0: He chooses not to use dr- the eye drops that they give him,
1: and his this eyes an crust over. Gross. I mean, it's not quite that bad, but it is very important to use the eye drops after you get surgery.
0: <laughs> I would think it would be. But Homer just chooses not to, so his eyes are all crusty. It's gross. Uh, we we cut back to Marge and Lisa, who are done shopping for Bart. Um, Bart's just out, I guess, terrorizing them all. But Marge and Lisa run. What you do? across the movie theater and see a movie poster. For a movie, they want to see Tango de la Muerte.
2: Well, looks like we got everything for Bart's Camping Trip. Blair Witch Repellent, Antler Song, and Deepwood Scrabble. <gasps> Ooh, Tango de la Muerte. I've been dying to see that movie. It got rave reviews from both the Entertainment Radio Network and the Radio Entertainment Network. Let's go.
1: Radio Entertainment Network? Do you trust the Radio mm-hmm. Entertainment Network? Also, Blair Witch Repellent, very important. Uh, is it, though? Well, I mean, you never really see the Blair Witch, so maybe not. Also, Deepwood Scrabble sounds entertaining. Deepwood Scrabble? What is Deepwood Scrabble? Uh, I don't know. It's just a themed version of Scrabble, I guess.
0: Uh, I'll just take the plane. Thank you very much. Good old plane. Good old plane Scrabble. <laughs> so we 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 are we basically watched this movie with Marge and Lisa. Uh, it this is like what three minutes long it's really yeah it's really three four minutes long and it's it's basically uh, a charismatic dancer who has just got his foot reattached and is, is at a dance contest and he is having to choose a partner and there is a character that is a clear lisa analog and it gets lisa excited about dancing
2: and now I must choose a beautiful partner for the big dance contest. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm. No. <sighs> hmm. Oh, he'll never dance with her. She'll have to settle for some Mexican millhouse. I demand to know your name. N- my name is Lisabella. <gasps> That's my name, with Bella on the end of it. Ask her, oh, God, please, ask her to dance. I shall dance with her. Oh, wow. Kemalo. Once again, I must sugar my own churro. But I am just a simple librarian. I have only read about dancing and books.
1: <laughs> I will show you something that is book.
0: So, he chooses the Lisa character.
1: And poor Mexican Milhouse has to sugar his own churro yet again.
0: I, I have a question. Okay, this... This this did not need it. I don't think I needed this. They they, they go on to then dance the Tango de la, la Muerta in the in the movie that they're watching. And they win the, the contest. And the Lisa character in the movie is then pregnant with the dan- The man. Uh, do we even get the dude's name? He's just like, no, I don't think charismatic so. dancer guy. And uh, he is just by dancing the dance, which that, that is a clever joke. I, I don't know if I needed this thing to be, like, three, four minutes of this movie. I, I get, I like, I think you you could have cut it to just that part where Lisa, like, goes, oh, I like dancing. And then, it, you know, that's enough. But yeah. it's not the first time it happens.
1: I mean, even if it was just him picking her and then, oh, look, they won. That that could have been plenty.
0: Yeah. Uh, What do you think about... I, I saw some discussion about this on the newsroom, Matt, so I want to ask you, what do you think about this being the way that Lisa gets into dance? I mean,
1: what other options would they be, or am I just going to make things up?
0: I'm just saying, I, there is some criticism of it, and I understand it to a certain extent about Lisa, like this, like, the movie we see, Tango de la Muerte, is a very, like, tropey, like, dumb popcorn movie right it is it is not it's not meant to be real cinema it is like meant to be like fantasy fulfillment type movie and it's just like oh yeah this really handsome dancer he doesn't go after that any of the quote-unquote attractive women he goes after the mousy librarian who's also named as lisa and that's the way that lisa goes yes lisa yes pick her and then she's like yes now i like dance and
1: oh i see what you're asking now yeah, okay. is
0: lisa too smart for that like the question is lisa too smart lisa would recognize that this is very tropey or hey lisa's an eight-year-old girl she you know sometimes she dreams about things that are may still be
1: tropey but you know whatever yeah that that's okay yeah I, like i said i get what you're asking now i think it's totally believable uh because we've had several episodes before because as we've often commented uh lisa has to walk that line between being an eight-year-old and being basically a writer stand-in and honestly i really like the ones where lisa acts like an eight-year-old uh because you know she's a kid and even if you have a really smart kid they oftentimes don't have the emotional maturity to, you know, not fall for something like that. Because, I mean, being smart is it only goes up to a point. I mean, there's a certain naivete that comes with being a kid. And sometimes you just got to fall for it. I mean, experience can be a great teacher when it comes to things like that.
0: So Lisa, having watched Tango de la Muerte, has decided that she wants to be a dancer. She wants to dance and Marge is excited about it. Um, and then as the act ends, we cut to Homer who has been tricked by the bullies to go get them booze and cigarettes because his eyes are crusted over which is not i do like like Curdy's marge impression that's pretty it's pretty good yeah. <laughs> yeah hey homer can you get i want some jack Don't daniels. To Get jack daniels and yes. cigars yes so uh it's not a, a, a cute little moment and we go to commercial.
1: And when we come back, uh, Lisa and Marge have gone to the Vicky Valentine Dance School because Lisa wants to sign up to learn the tango de la muerte. But uh, you know, uh, apparently uh, there's a history behind this. Vicky Valentine uh, basically tap danced the Allies into winning World War II. Uh, Of course, when Lisa tries to correct her, that uh, or sorry, tap danced. America out of the depression, and when Lisa points out that it was actually World War II that kind of pushed America out of the depression, Marge says, "No, no, no. It's it's definitely tap dancing. No, I I paid attention to history in school because you know.
0: I just I do want to point this out. That means Vicky is like eighty years old.
1: Yeah. Even if this because this episode is what two thousand one, two thousand two, two thousand. Oh, two thousand. So yeah, eighty something years old, and she's still tap a tap tapping. She's she looks pretty good for eighty. I'll give her that. Yeah. Yeah." Well, if you keep yourself active and eat right, I'm pretty sure you can live to that long and you know keep yourself in good shape. Uh, but genetics has also plays a large part in that, which luckily Vicky Valentine, who is a total sweetheart, uh, has going for her. Speaking of which, uh, once Vicky gets involved, uh, Marge and uh, tries to you know temper the, uh, Lisa's enthusiasm a bit, but you know uh, Vicky is a very strong uh, personality.
2: What dance style were you interested in? We have ever so many. There's ballroom. Ow! You stepped on my toes again!
1: If you would just let me lead.
2: You're not a leader, Seymour. Never have been, never will be. Oh. Uh. There's square dancing. Oh, the birdie in the cage out lady in the center. Now the birdie is birdie and the crows. Hop in. Pluck the feather all together. Help and for leather. Put your honey in the saddle. Or there's the dance that made me ever so famous. Tap. But I want to learn a dance I can use in real life, like the Tango de la Muerte. Aw, oh, bless your heart. Let's get you some tap shoes. Uh, little Vicky,
1: I really think she
2: had her heart set on. Little advice, don't live through your child. Okay.
1: So, yes, as we see, uh, basically Vicky Valentine is pushing every little child into tap. Uh, the other classes are strictly for adults, because adults aren't good at dancing, I guess. I don't know.
0: I mean, I... how many little—I mean— I I don't think I've ever seen a little kid ballroom dancing.
1: I mean, I've seen I've seen it in movies and TV uh where kids are forced to in school, never actually enjoying it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just I I've seen little kids square
0: dance, I've seen little kids tap dance, but I've never seen little kids uh ballroom dance in real life.
1: Oh, well, maybe we should teach them and they'll do it more. I don't
0: I I think that's the I it's I, I don't know. This episode is a little it's not bad, but it is a little, I don't know. It feels like it's miswired. It feels like it's not, it's not sure what it's actually saying.
1: Oh, I get you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cause like the, the theme or whatever, the, the moral of the story seems to be a little off at best. It's not like,
0: like it, it, it seems to like try and, Be doing kind of like three things at once, and it's not really sure whichever it wants to be. I think it by the end it kind of squares itself away a little bit, but like at this point, you're like, okay, so Lisa is learning how to tap dance, but she doesn't really want to learn how to tap dance, she wants to do this other type of dancing, but she's tap dancing anyway. So I don't like it. It starts off with that, like, okay, she's learning it, she's dancing a thing, learning dance, a dance that she doesn't really care about that much. And I think that's like it starts that way and then it kind of morphs as we go. And I feel like it that's part of the reason I think this episode is just kind of okay. It doesn't it doesn't it feels a little like scattershot, especially with all the television and movie stuff.
1: That's true. Uh, Like you said, it gets a little confused and the Bart subplot doesn't really help. Speaking of which. We go back to Bart, uh, who, as noted earlier, uh, tantrum to get out of buying camping supplies, which turns out he's not going to need uh, because he and Milhouse are on the bus. And then they find out that Nelson is also going with them and has nothing to do but torture them for the entire week. So they jump out the window or the back of the bus. I can't remember which uh, and run off back uh, of the bus, back of the bus. Right. Very important detail. Uh, Very important detail. Yes, of course. Anyway. Uh, they decide uh, to go hang out at the mall uh, for a week because, you know, what else are kids going to do? It's also a great bit here where Bart is remembering what Homer says and he remembers it in a little, you know, word balloon. But obviously, Milhouse cannot hear this, so Milhouse is just staring at him the entire time going, what? What did he say? As Bart runs off to the mall. That is a sort of Looney Tunes type bit that I can really appreciate because you have you know the character doing something funny and then the real world consequences of that and it shows why looney tunes stuff does not work in the real world
0: yeah it's clever i think this episode has a, it's it's moments um i i'm i'm mostly like i don't like i said i don't i don't necessarily not not like the looney tunes cartoonish stuff it's more about the episodes being sloppy and not mm-hmm. having not having the right, connection not not having that connective tissue to make the story work and like the bart and millhouse story is stone simple it is so easy and but it it doesn't go outside of itself i mean like i can like i can go oh yeah it's just like a bunch of cartoony gags that's fine because it actually is like yeah it has a beginning middle end they don't want to go camping so they hide out in the mall there's a problem it, they it's resolved
1: you know, we'll get to that resolution uh, <laughs> later. That's that's one of my biggest problems with this episode. <laughs> oh, but, no. Like I said, later. OK. So, yes, after uh, Barton Milhouse make it to the mall, uh, we go to Vicky's uh, where we learn her famous dance instruction technique, which is tapa, tapa, tapa. That's that's it. Apparently, she just tells you tapa, 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 and that's supposed to help you dance somehow. I am not sure how that works, but whatever. Uh, so, yes, in their first lesson, uh, she has... The, one of the best run-ins with Ralph in the entire series.
2: Teacher, my shoes are making noise.
1: You must be Ralph.
2: My daddy shoots people.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. That is fantastic.
0: I love that bit so much. You're, you really are a sucker for Ralph, aren't you?
1: I am. Ralph is so hilarious. Like, this entire episode. Like, Ralph is the kind of jokes that you can like just cut to in this and they're actually funny. Like we'll get to the cartoonishness later, but Ralph jokes are just, they're goofy, but they're also realistic and fun. And that's one of the reasons I like when they use him is because, uh, when he's just there a little bit and not the whole episode is centered around him, which there are good episodes about that as well. Uh, but he is great comic relief. And I think this episode, they use him really well for that. Apparently he's also a
0: dancing savant.
1: Well, of course, I mean, he's gotta be good at something, Right. (laughs)
0: Ralph, i mean i don't think any no one has to be good at anything matt
1: that's true there are lots of people that are are good at absolutely nothing but luckily for ralph he has found the one thing he is good at so hopefully he can somehow parlay that into a career that doesn't involve being in bart's band
0: he can just be like uh i think that there, there wasn't there i think there was a dude in just the mighty mighty boston's that all he they're a member of the band all they did was all he did was dance
1: he skanked yes yes skanked uh, a skank is a form of dance thank you very much matt well, yes, but I want to be more specific in case where people are like, oh, I didn't know there was a guy who danced. And, but if you say, oh, yeah, he skanked. Oh, that guy, the guy who's just kicking the air oh, in the I, middle.
0: I don't think anyone's that confused. If I say the Mighty Mighty Boston has a, a stage dancer, I think everyone knows who. They, I mean, uh, who else am I talking fair. about?
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad you have faith in our uh, listeners. Anyway, uh, it turns out, though, that Lisa is really bad at dancing. Like, she just cannot get it. Apparently, Tappa, Tappa, Tappa is not enough for her. Uh, So she is is downtrodden. Uh, But then we go back to Barton Milhouse, who, when the mall shuts down for the night, they decide they're going to hide in the vents. And, of course, in typical diehard fashion, this leads to them crashing through the vents into the candy store. And then they have a whole montage of the candy store. They have a shoe fight in the shoe store. Uh, they, you know, ride a raft down the escalator, which then chews up and eats it and throws them around. So, yeah, uh, they have a good old time. The kind of thing thing you would do if, you know, you had a whole mall to yourself and didn't care about the consequences. And yeah, they come close to dying, but you know, it's a mall. Death is part of the experience. Well said, Matt. I'm going to have that. I'm going to have that on my tombstone. (laughs) What are you, an X-Man? Come on. Anyway, uh, so the next morning, the mall is absolutely trashed and the mall manager is freaking out. But police chief Wiggum is there to, you know, calm him down. Oh, my God. Look at this place. How could this happen? Candy, chewed, wigs pulled from stands, cheese
2: packages poked and repoked. Every sign points to one obvious culprit, a giant rat. You'll have to shut down the mall. On President's Day weekend, are you crazy? Crazy with concern for the public, yes. Now shut this place down before the old
1: folks come in for their morning walk. So, yes, uh, it is obviously giant rats. I mean, what other explanation could there be? I think it's the only one that makes sense, honestly. That's true. I mean, people obviously cannot do that because the mall was locked at night, mm-hmm. you know, and no mall has 24-hour security except all of them.
0: There's a security guy. He made sure everyone got out of there,
1: man. I saw him.
0: Uh, then he left
1: instead of staying, like most security guards would do. <laughs> it's Springfield.
0: I, maybe he just stood outside.
1: That's true. Maybe he did. He's like, oh, I obviously cleared everyone out. So I'll just stand outside and make sure no one gets in and everything will be fine. Exactly. And he it's soundproof, too. So
0: he couldn't hear any of the commotion coming from inside.
1: Yeah, that's true. hmm Yes. Anyway, Full back proof. to Lisa.
0: Full Foolproof. Foolproof plan.
1: He's a smart fella. Yep. Yes. Uh Lisa is still terrible at dancing while the rest of the kids have at least picked up a little bit. Uh, and of course Ralph is a dancing savant as we said. So, uh at this point Vicky is trying to give Lisa some remedial instruction but is failing at it.
2: Lisa's bad dancing makes my feet sad. Ugh, let's take 5. What am I doing wrong, little Vicky? Well, you're falling a lot. Maybe you should work on that. Yeah, well no offense, but maybe I need a little more instruction than just tap 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 tap. Why? Back when I was your age, I had 43 movies under my belt, and I had to do it without Tappa Tappa Tappa. I would have killed for Tappa Tappa Tappa. Sorry, I'm just frustrated. Well, you'll never save Grandpa's farm with that attitude. You've just got to turn that frown upside down. That's a smile, not an upside down frown. Work on that, too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's a smile, not an upside down frown. She's uh, very exacting, let's say.
0: Yeah, little little Vicky um, has a very specific way. Uh, about her, yeah. um, I, I I hesitate to say that the the Lisa plot doesn't have any cartoonishness in it because Lisa literally
1: falls down like four times. That's true, but I don't feel like it's it's supposed to be funny. I feel <laughs> that it's supposed to be her being sad when she falls into a plant. I think it's being played for laughs a little bit. Yeah, maybe a little bit. I I don't know.
0: I just hmm. it is it is you're... it as uh, it is all physical. I don't know. Lisa is not necessarily... Lisa has shown uh, ability in literally one physical activity, and that is hockey, and that is being a goalie.
1: Yeah.
0: So I'm not necessarily expecting her. Maybe put ice skates on her feet. Maybe she'd be better than tap
1: shoes. That's true. Uh, Apparently Lisa is is really decent at sports, not so much dancing. Uh, and and mm. I am not making fun of her. Dancing is very, very hard.
0: No, dancing is, is very difficult uh, and also very physically demanding. Um, I think just Vicky is not a good teacher. That is very clear. No. Um, although all the other kids are picking it up. So I don't know. Maybe tap a tap a tap. It's just not the right way for Lisa to learn tap.
1: Exactly. So, yes. Uh, Lisa is bad Uh and when she goes home that day, uh, she sees Marge and Homer, who have gotten a postcard from Bart, saying that he is really enjoying camp, and it's got a picture of the vitamin barn on it. You know, the vitamin barn you had at camp. Every, every camp has a vitamin barn, right? It's my favorite right? part of barn. My favorite part of camp is the vitamin barn. That's true. It's, it's your favorite barn at camp. Out of the many different barns, the vitamin barn. I mean, that's, that's you true. There were up.
0: three different barns at camp, and the vitamin barn was probably the best one.
1: No cats in the vitamin barn, though. No cats, but also no livestock pooping everywhere.
0: Yeah, less smells in the vitamin bar and a lot of vitamin C.
1: Which you can't really absorb from taking from pills. So, you know, good luck with that.
0: The, t- the television says I need it to keep away the sickness, Matt.
1: Oh, Of course, we've got to make sure we listen to that.
0: And it tastes like orange. It's good for you.
1: Moving on, uh, Lisa tries to tell Marge and Homer about the rough time she is having, essentially. But unfortunately, they don't seem to want to listen. They think she's having a great time. And, you know, they think, like, oh, how's our little dancer? They're so proud of her for being a dancer. Uh, and, and poor Lisa, unfortunately, just can't, you know, get up the heart to tell them. So she taps away slowly. And then we go to a commercial.
0: Yes, but it, it sounds like the furnace is <laughs> causing problems.
1: Yeah, if it sounds like that. My God.
0: Um, I, I this is and that's the thing. Like, it starts off as like, is, is this about Lisa being happy or is it about Lisa pleasing her parents? And it kind of morphs more into Lisa pleasing Marge and Homer, making them proud than it is about her. I think it's it's a little unclear because it is about like it has, it, you know, that moment with Vicky where she is she's sad and vicky's like, turn that frown upside down, blah blah blah. It reminds me of um, Moaning Lisa, you know way back in the day. And mm-hmm. Marge telling Lisa, "No, oh, you got to you make your you make yourself smile when you feel bad, but even when you don't." And then, you know, obviously Lisa comes back around and Marge realizes I should be telling my children to smile when they don't feel like it. Um and that's I was like, "Oh, is it kind of that? Not really. It's not really about Lisa's she Lisa is more concerned about her about Marge and Homer than
1: she is about herself," I would say that's absolutely accurate poor lisa she's she just she has parents who are clueless in the way that most parents are but also in the way that smart children who don't have smart parents are so that's that's a double burden on her
0: and i think i think the episode is it, it it's it's kind of a little a little I don't know, unclear about that. I think by the end it becomes clear that, oh, this is, like, when it gets to the recital and the, her parents are in there and that and she is, like, worried about that, that is when it clicks, but it's not like, driven into the, the theme from the beginning and I think I'm a little, it makes it a little weird to me. Um, when we come back from commercial, we are watching an old Vicky black and white movie um, where Vicky has a sick cat, and she dances to make it better, and then the cat dances also
1: because you know cats can dance like uh, that
0: yeah yeah it, it's it, it's also like how long is this a minute, probably
1: at least yeah,
0: I would say like six minutes of this twenty minute episode are television and movies, and not anything with the family. It's just, just yeah. and I like I don't mind the Vicky thing necessarily because it does give us a little background on Vicky. You know, we get a little bit more of that character it makes her a real character Like gives her a little bit more depth. Um, I do. And of course, I how can I not like dancing cats? Yeah, well, I mean, that's I'm that's just, why I go anywhere and do anything. I'm only human. So this is but Lisa's watching it and she is she's kind of feeling still feeling down because she doesn't know what to do. Like the cat is a better dancer than her. Uh, so she's kind of feeling hopeless. We cut back to the the, the Bart story where Wigam literally is using an acme kit to try and catch the quote unquote rat, like a giant a giant rat trap with an anvil suspended. Like rat traps don't you don't need an extra thing on a rat trap. Usually the yeah. the snap whatever. But Wiggum is tricked by the the the, the 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 trap and has an anvil dropped on his head. Matt has addended to my notes that Wiggum is now dead.
1: Yes, I don't know if you guys know how much an anvil actually weighs, but if you got hit by one from even a few feet above you, you're probably dead. It's a cartoon, Matt. Get it? I do, but it shouldn't be. I
0: I don't. I think I th- I don't mind the general gist of Wiggum and Co. trying to catch Bart in Millhouse in the mall. I I do. My, I I think it's a little too simple for my tastes. I think that's yeah. th- I think that's the thing, and I think it's a thing that it's not just solely this episode. I think season eleven, the Scully years, it's not that we don't like physical comedy. Like The Simpsons have always had physical comedy; and it's always great. But there's always a little bit more nuance to it, a little bit more, a little bit more than just there's a trap and William gets hit with an anvil like it's you know it's the sideshow Bob getting hit by the rake but then getting hit by a rake 11 times It it is yeah. it is in the same and in Cape Fear as well when he gets run over by the elephants and the elephants over and over and over again and like and the elephants have words on them and they're spelling out a, a message and you have like there's a little bit more to it than just simply some somebody gets hit by something and I think that's also a thing I've been honing in on with the Scullyers. It's not just that it's cartoonish and there's physical comedy. It's that it's really dead simple. And I want, I want more. I want a little bit more complexity. I want a, another layer, as we have said about Simpsons jokes. Another layer is helpful. Um, we cut to back to the, the the tap tap production, and Frank is helping make a r- fake rocket ship. I guess.
1: See, he's just checking things out, like, "Hey guys, what's up?" Doing
0: the elec- i guess he's doing the electric work on it because it is lighting; it is lit. So maybe that's what true. But I
1: figure that's that's a bit much for a scientist to be handling <laughs> You can get an electrician to do that. Even a hobbyist one could probably I, handle that.
0: I'm Matt. My suspicion is that Professor Frake don't make no much money doing that science
1: there. Yeah, you're probably right cuz he seems to be independently uh in he seems to work independently about half the time and then half the time he's working for some large corporation. Always contracting.
0: That's his he's a contractor, he can't help it. They just don't yeah. they want to hire him. So, uh Lisa is not on the program for the recital and she wants to know why.
2: Excuse me, why isn't my name in the program? It is, silly. You've got the most important part of all. Curtain puller? No one can see the show if the curtain isn't open. (laughs) My parents are counting on seeing me dance. And I've worked ever so hard. I'm sorry, Lisa. But giving everyone an equal part when they're clearly not equal is called what again, class? Communism! That's right. And I didn't tap all those Morse code messages to the Allies till my shoes filled with blood just to roll out the welcome mat for the Reds. (sighs) Ugh. All right, I'll be the stupid curtain puller. <laughs> Smoothly, pulla, pulla, pulla.
1: I get your pulla, pull pulla. <laughs> I love Grumbly Lisa so much. I get your pulla, pulla,
0: pulla. Grumbly Lisa is 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 always great. It's always a nice highlight. Uh, I do yeah. like that Vic, Vicky hates communism.
1: That's really... Which, I mean, if she w- was tap dancing as a child in the 30s, she probably would.
0: Yeah, that seems like she's the right age to hate communism. Um, and not actually understand what it is. I mean, I, I mean, she said what it is, Matt. She said, you know, basically it lets the bad tap dancers just get to
1: participate. Oh, of course. That's absolutely what it is. That's a
0: participation trophy, and I won't stand for it. How dare you try to raise the self-esteem of a child for a meaningless
1: thing? <laughs> Exactly. Children don't have too much self-esteem these days. They don't think that their lives are over when they do something bad. I mean, that's that's how you get children to do important things. This that's the future leaders of my country. So, Lisa is downtrodden.
0: She's the, now she is the curtain puller and she can't even do that right. Pulla 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 and she is I guess given an offer by Frank who t- takes her side and shows her some shoes that he has made using novelty toys. Uh, they respond to sound that whenever someone makes a sound, the sh- that whenever you get a, cl- a sharp clapping noise, the shoes tap themselves. I, Matt, I I don't know how to feel about this, Matt. I mean, why? The shoes? Okay. Like you said, Matt,
1: Your problem with them?
0: <laughs> what you said, Matt. You said, the least story does not have any cartoonishness in it. She literally gets mm, like, yeah. There, these are. This is uh, like Professor Frank. This is flubber style. Th- 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 and that's the ep- This is how the episode goes. And like, I don't necessarily hate it. Or I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. It is really like silly, and I don't know. I I don't mind it. I. It just makes me feel strange because it is like a very very weird choice to make this like the this is what this episode hinges upon it's not like oh lisa there, there's no like real there's no, no no she doesn't do anything right that's the thing lisa doesn't do anything she just gets shoes given to her and i think that's my problem there's no agency there and whenever there isn't i guess she chooses to use the shoes choose yeah. to use, choose to use the shoes she chooses to use the shoes and i guess that's her choice it just feels kind of like a weak one
1: yeah i mean it's what's necessary to drive the plot forward and to make the the big finale happen
0: yes we have to have a big uh, climactic action sequence to end the episode as we know uh we we cut back to the bart uh plot bart millhouse in the mall still um and let's let's talk about it Matt. they release william releases a mountain lion into the mall it is hit by an anvil and then i guess that is that lion is dead i guess that first lion dies I assume. Exactly. Or at least is not unconscious because we never see it again. And then he releases a second mountain lion, which apparently is
1: trained because it doesn't attack any of the police. It's true. It's, it's there to track down exactly who has been causing all the problems. And somehow it knows. It does know because he goes directly after
0: Bart Millhouse. Uh, they are cornered by the lion. There is an. Ex- this is the I this is the, the thing, the one thing in this episode that I don't like or actively don't like. Is the Millhouse peeking through a bush? Which I don't know how's there. A, <sighs> I don't know how there's a bush in the mall, but it's all, it's not like in a planter, as far as I know. They're literally just hiding behind a bush. Are they in the camping store? Maybe that's it's a fake bush. So, but but Millhouse peeks through the bush like he does the cartoon, like spread the bush. The mountain lion's there, growling. Bush cl- closes the bush, and then he does the whole like no talking, scared pantomime to Bart for. 25 seconds maybe 20 seconds like that kind of thing and bart's trying to guess what he's trying to say and millhouse is doesn't know how to speak anymore and then bart does the same thing sees the mountain lion and they run the mountain lion is just waiting on the other side of the bush for them for the entire time it's it's a bridge too far for me i think i found my spot where i go
1: this is too much cartoony for me yeah, basically from the time the mountain lion shows up, I'm just like, all right, I'm out. This plot got dumb. And then they, but then they immediately
0: there's really not very much, not much uh, danger because they immediately trick the lion by throwing big balls of yarn. Millhouse <laughs> does get only slightly mauled, so there's that. He has a big scratch on his back, big claw marks, which is probably incredibly painful, but sure, candy will fix it. Um, and the lion is not recaptured. Problem solved. Problem solved. What's your problem with it, Matt?
1: (laughs) With what, exactly?
0: With the mountain lion. Give me, I want to, give me,
1: elucidate, tell me things. It's a Looney Tunes plot. It's like, oh, let's get a cat to catch the mouse kind of thing. It's just a mountain lion is a larger cat, so it'll obviously find the children. It's just, it's dumb at best. But I don't think,
0: I think it is, it is going, it is doing exactly what it's trying to do. I don't, I don't think at any point does the mark, 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 Bart and Millhouse plot try be any more than Looney Tunes. I feel like you just don't want Looney Tunes in your Simpsons. Exactly. It's weird. It's like that's the same thing we've been saying for years. I don't mean I don't I can deal with some. That's what I'm saying. I think this is just too much for me, but I'm any is too much.
1: Mm, OK, there are some times when it's OK. Homer falling down the side of the canyon. That's OK. This is just this is not funny is why I really hate it. It's just dumb. It is simple.
0: It is very, it, it is Stone Cold simple. And it is not, there's not any depth to it. It's just like, there's a lion and we release them. Like, it, it reminded me of the end of Bart the Mother, where they released all the animals in succession to take out the other animals. Except there's no more than just the first time. They tricked the lion.
1: That, yeah, because that's, that's the uh, Bart the Mother. That's how it ends, essentially. And that yeah. was kind of funny.
0: Yes, and I I think there's just not any subversion. There's nothing extra. That's what we really want. Um, But that's the end of the bar plot, because the end of the episode is all concerned with Lisa. We cut to the recital. Um, It's time for the big show. If Lisa's a curtain puller, why
1: is she wearing, like, a dance outfit? I mean, maybe she thought she was going to be involved. (laughs) She's like, hey, I can dance now, so I'm going to wear my dance outfit. Because you didn't give me a costume, you jerk.
0: Yeah, Vicky's not great. So... Uh, she is the Kermbler even though she's still in a dance costume, and Vicky won't be having hearing any of it even after Ralph is sick from eating plastic candy um like Ralph would that would get you that gets you every time eating that plastic candy uh never good for you. Vicky takes his place instead of like giving Lisa a shot um there's a dimpling gun, which
1: seems horrifically painful according to Vicky i
0: don't I don't know what this what that is that's not a real thing. But the the very idea of it is
1: troubling. It makes it <laughs> sound like a, a rivet gun.
0: Yeah, it's pump, pump like knock. I'm it's plastic surgery for on the cheap, I guess. So Vicky is taking Ralph's place. Lisa is still left out in the cold. It's still up being the per- curtain puller. Um, this is a bizarre recital. I do want to say.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's a kid's tap dance recital. They've got to find reasons. Uh, sci-fi is just generally not a theme that you pick in a tap dance recital. A,
0: they're, some are dressed up as Martians. Some are dressed up as space, space travelers, some astronauts. And they dance. And they're singing, too. That's the other thing. They're not just tapping. They're also singing. Which I don't... That's not normal. That's Tap dance recitals are for tap dancing, not singing and tap dancing. Yeah. But regardless, it doesn't matter. Uh, really? Because they start their musical number, Marge and Homer on the audience. They're concerned. They're sad. They're like, "Where's Lisa? Why isn't she on stage?" Homer is having trouble following the plot. Try to understand. It's a little tricky. There's, yeah, they're on. Yeah. Why are they on Mars?
1: Well, because you see, they had to spread uh, tap dancing to the, the, you know, other planets. Because otherwise, you know, they, they can't be happy.
0: This is this is uh, basically season eleven Simpsons writing where they're just they're just there. Don't worry about it too much, Homer. Um, but Lisa is there, and she sees everyone dancing in a big line. She goes, I i don't care. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of Vicky telling me I'm not going to dance. I have the shoes now. I can clearly dance now, because the shoes are helping. I'll go dance. Lisa joins the end of the line. The kids seem fine with it. Um, and she dances, and she dances really well. Um, I can't really pull any of this, because it literally is just a bunch of noises. But Lisa does a, a good job, but it the she is dancing so well she starts matching Vicky's dance moves and then they have a dance off and Vicky is upset because this little girl is upstaging her and everything Vicky does Lisa does it right right after because the tap shoes are magic Uh, um, that's it's basically they're magic they're magic shoes
1: yeah yeah it's it's not just a tapping that happens whenever it hears a noise it's it's magic she moves her legs and everything
0: yeah it's not it's so again when you're saying there's no Looney Tunes in this one, Matt? Mm, it's basically magic. Yeah, you're right, you're Matt, right. I <laughs>
1: was wrong. I'm going to be the bigger man in a minute. I was completely wrong. You're right.
0: It's it's not necessarily the same. It is there's at least there's like character involved, so I, you know, it's much easier to digest. But it's just, you know, magic shoes making Lisa do whatever dance she needs to. But they 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 have like a they finish their dance contest, but then everyone is clapping, which is setting off the shoes and Lisa is starting to lose control. And then they clap so much that the shoes kind of break and short out, and now she can't stop dancing. And she goes out into the crowd, and everyone runs in terror from a eight year old girl that weighs what forty five pounds. Like she's gonna yeah. step, st- she like she's gonna run them over, like she's a rhinoceros. Uh but luckily, Matt, we have we have someone here who we have someone who's here to save the day. Of course, of course, it is Homer who trips Lisa. She falls down on her back, leaving her legs unable to murder and maim the crowd. And That's true. They just
1: make her feet dance in the air. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And then the episode ends.
1: Thank goodness.
2: Self-tapping shoes? I'm ever so pissed. I'm sorry, Vicky. I just wanted to be a dancer so badly. I understand. We all do crazy things when we're desperate. I once destroyed Buddy Epson's credit rating. Why? He knows why. Jesus, Mary and Glavin, these shoes are in the off position. You mean I danced all by myself? See, honey? All you needed was to believe. What are you talking about, Professor Frank? They're clearly in the on position. See? On. I was merely trying to spare the girls' feelings, you insensitive clod. Oh. Oh! Well, now that I look even closer... Forget it, Dad. Ugh. Guess I'm never gonna be your Broadway baby. That's not true, honey. You can always write a depressing Broadway play of some kind. You think so? Sure. It could be a story about people coming to terms with things. Hey, yeah, you could load it up with lots of swears. That's what David Mamet does. Oh, I love you guys. Uh-oh, it's out of the matrix. Nobody move. Why, it's just a cute little weasel. Hello there, Mr.
0: Weasel.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do like Homer yelling. I'm down. That's pretty great. But beyond that, you know,
0: I, I and that's the thing. Like even here at the end, the the what is Lisa's? What is Lisa? Is it is it margin Homer? Or is it? I really wanted to be a dancer. It's still a little unclear. And I think
1: yeah, I don't feel like we get a good answer to that. And that's probably by design.
0: Like it's like I feel like the the. The conversation she has with Homer about, oh, I'll never be your Broadway baby. That's that is answering the question about I want to please my parents versus the earlier what she says to Vicky. I just really wanted to be a dancer. And those two things are I mean, they can be compatible, but I don't think I don't like this. This episode certainly is not equipped to to tether those things together, I think. But I I, I like I, I can say this, Matt. This episode has two plots, an A and a B plot. They both have a beginning, middle, end, which is a step up from a lot of other ones. That's a step up from some, uh, from a few of the our, our recent season eleven episodes. Uh, I they have their share of clever writing. There is a degree of at least like character arc. Like I'm not going to say that it's perfect, but it's there. You know, Lisa does go through like, oh, I'm she. She has a thing she wants. She wants to be a dancer. She tries to be a dancer. She is failing. She's upset. She's, she wants to please her parents. She finds that, you know, she has a, this conflict. She gets around it by with a shortcut. But then the shortcut fails because all shortcuts have to fail. And comes to the realization that she's never going to be a dancer at the end. Instead, she can be David Mamet, which is fine. I like David Mamet. You would. There's nothing wrong with David. I don't. I have no idea why The Simpsons are I got David Mamet. David Mamet is great. I like it. I like it's, it. It's... Well, <sighs> I don't know. I'm sorry that there's swears in your in your plays, guys. I don't know what the it's it's fine. It's not that is liter- That is really not the point of most David Man plays. Um, that they're swearing. That's kind of the wrong message you're getting from them. But I I, I don't know. It's a little too tar- car- little too cartoony for my taste at times. I think it's a little light. It's kind of a, a not a problem only with this season eleven episode. Most of them are a little light. Like there's six minutes of like television and movies that are we're just watching along with a family instead of
1: yeah that that's that's more than is really necessary. It, it really doesn't
0: need, doesn't need to be that much, and yet that's it's there. But I I think this episode's you know it's it's all right. It's fine. It's not bad. Tappa tappa tappa.
1: Tappa tappa tappa. Matt, thoughts? Well, I think I've I've exhausted most of my thoughts about this it's not a bad episode. Like I said, it has a beginning, middle end. There is a, what, what could be kindly termed a moral, uh, for all the different plots. Uh, but the, the Looney Tunes-ness is a bit much, uh, you know, like we've said, uh, but, you know, it's definitely great for season 11. Top half top
0: quarter of season 11, I would even say. Oh, at least. Yeah. Um, but that will, that will do it. Uh, we'll rank this episode at the end of the show. Uh, I don't think we what what Matt
1: what's so funny? Sorry, I just read the first review you're gonna read, and it's really funny.
0: Okay, fair, fair enough. Um, there, we don't need to fix this one. I think this one functions. Yes. It, I I mean, I could could we make it better? Yeah, I don't know. Probably make it better for us, but I don't think it's broken. Uh, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for comments of the News Group.
2: Okay, here we are. Alt dot nerd dot obsessive
0: news groups where right come through the old TV. Simpsons news groups. see what people were talking about the week or two after an episode debuted what they thought of the episode any any other interesting notes I pick up um we got some reviews man these are it was mostly positive this week as you wouldn't might have guessed it's because the episode is so much better than last week's episode um uh, first a positive after uh, after a season of mostly crap this was or uh, less crap. I loved Ralph as a tap prodigy, the shoes not being on, etc. It was all great. I love the stupid but not insane screaming jerk ass Homer. I don't remember a good episode this year with with as less Homer as this. Now also like Lisa as an average 8-year-old. I mean, come on, people. She hasn't been quite acting like one in the last few seasons. And the Tego movie was superb. I'm still laughing after seeing the Hispanic Millhouse. The one thing I disliked was the Mountain Tiger. Mountain Tiger? Mountain Lion sequence. But besides that, everything else was good. Hey. Robbie, did
1: you go back in time to write that review?
0: Uh, No. I did not know I, I was
1: gonna say I don't think I, you would ever give it an A, but you know.
0: And I would not call it a mountain tiger. I think even fifteen year old oh, me yeah. even fifteen year old me knew what a mountain lion was. Yeah. Uh, uh the other this is the most this is the worst grade I could find. Uh, like they saved Lisa's brains and Hello Gutter, hello fodder, B A B F 17 is a lousy episode disguised as a neoclassic using the formula of giving ATSers what they keep saying they want more. Of Le- more Lisa, Lester, Cas, Homer, Baby Gerald, etc. To hide the fact that the writing is lazy and the script is a schizophrenic Hydra spliced together by committee writers, Vicky is in- is-, is is inconsistent, unlikable, and the plot follows the road most traveled by tap dance, reminding me of that old Alaska Airlines commercial where cheerful stewardesses on a competitor's airline serve hungry passengers a measly bag of peanuts surrounded by plastic garnish. Bon appetit, my fellow Lisa lovers. C minus. I mean, I I don't call. it I don't know about lazy. This is I I hesitate to call this episode lazy when after we just watched uh, kill the alligator run, which literally... yeah I feel
1: like this episode is not cliche, but it's it's a little tropey, uh, except for the whole self dancing tap shoes thing. But you know, there's much worse things they've done.
0: I mean, like I, I I think it it is a a shell of what like I don't know. I I think a lot of these episodes are like it's they've. A, this, the Simpsons have always done that, though. It's not. I I I usually try not to uh, to criticize something because they it is shaped like an older episode because they've been doing that from the beginning. Like season right. two has a lot of episodes that became kind of like templates for the show as it went along, and they did, all they did was add things to those templates and move them around and subtract and change the, the dynamics in interesting ways, and that's fine. It's more about like how how do they change those things around with how they execute and i think that's why this is you know it's all right and not good but i wouldn't call it lazy i think it's just a product of having Mike skull as showrunner who wants looney tunes stuff and i think this episode has a it it has a plot and it works you know it might be a little misguided at times but it's not i wouldn't call it lazy um a note about advertising for this episode matt Fox USA's promotion of this show was even more off kilter than usual. It made it appear that Homer's eye surgery was the focus of the story rather than just a first act diversion. Lisa's plot wasn't even mentioned. To top it off, two of the scenes weren't in the final product. A Barton Millhouse reaction shot making that three stooges were in trouble sound, and a shot of Homer with a grossly inflamed eyeball. I think the second Ew. shot I think the shot was lifted from a different episode of Lard of the Dance. Jeesh, what whatever happened to
1: truth and advertising? Well, you see, it turns out that the people who make the advertising barely even saw any of the show. Uh,
0: they probably saw nothing. Uh, they probably just got a quick thing in there. Oh, it's a Lisa episode. Uh, no one likes Lisa. Homer. Homer commercials. Out. 30 seconds. Yeah. Boom. Homer. Um, I mean, that's it. I yeah, It's interesting to me. I, I do like to see the difference in the marketing because I certainly don't remember the difference anymore. Um, But we can move on. There's no listener question this week. Uh, we didn't have one because literally there were two days in between the filming, the recording, of our last episode, and this one for the holidays because we're all we're both going to be busy, moving, traveling, doing things for with the families. Um, but we'll have a listener question next week. Our next week's question is, I mean, next week meaning the episode after the mailbag. I'll post it on Facebook and Twitter when I want the questions. So you, you guys can send them in whenever you want. As always, our next week's question is. What is the grossest moment of The Simpsons?
1: Oh, man, there's going to be a lot of them.
0: Yeah, I think of you know, I might have asked a question that's similar to this at some point, but eh, whatever. Uh, post this question on social media, Facebook.com slash TheSimpsonsShowPod. Twitter at and You can email us at Showpod at gmail.com. Now we can move on to our next segment. It is time for the new no Google Trivia Challenge.
2: I am too smart.
0: I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean, S-M-A-R-T. The No go Trivia Challenge Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions. One easy, one medium, one hard, and try and stump the other. I have a six-point lead with three episodes to go.
1: I'm ready, Robbie. Today, I'm ready for it. Oh, God. That's not good. I don't want that. Give me an easy question. Actually, I don't think these are actually that tough, but, you know, a lot of them depend on you knowing one tiny little thing about an episode that you may or may not know.
0: Yeah, that's probably—I probably don't. I'm not not that smart, Matt. Um,
1: What is my easy question? Your easy question for today. What word did the waiter mispronounce that caused the whole plot in The Boy Who Knew Too Much?
0: Chowder! Chowder? You mean chowder? I mean either. Either of those things. Yeah. So, that's it. Congratulations. Chowder. Your easy question, man. These are all from Springfield with a dollar sign. Ugh. Who develops a gambling problem after Springfield legalizes gambling? Uh, that will be Marge. It's, it's very
1: true. We call her Gambler! What's my medium question? Statue from his uh, neon claws. Oh, I can't remember the whole line. I'm terrible. How terrible? Oh. Uh, that's well. That's your medium question,
0: man. You have to quote the entire episode. So, oh
1: no. All right. Are you ready for your medium question? Sure. Okay. What flavor of gum did Skinner find when he was tracking Bart? Wintergreen. Oh, I'm sorry. Double Doublemint.
0: Doublemint. Ah.
1: want to double your fun bart we'll all double your detention. oh man see i knew you would either know that exactly or not know it at all Phew. i took that gamble god dang it okay matt uh what are
0: the names of the proposed casinos that burns turns down burns down oh goodness
1: okay turns down uh britannia um i don't know the names of them though There's the hippie Woodstock one, but I don't remember a name on that one. And Captain McAllister didn't even have a casino. He just had plans for a treasure ship a treasure voyage, I should say.
0: I need names. Um, Give me the names.
1: I know. I know. Britannia and Britannia and Woodstock. That's all I got. You are correct. Really?
0: That's it. It's Britannia and Woodstock. It has the the name. the, The hippie guy never says it, but it says Woodstock on there. Um, and it says right. It, like,
1: on, like, I didn't know if he had a title across the top of he it. Does, uh, he does. He does. And
0: also, yes, Captain McAllister did just have a plan for a treasure ship. He did not uh, <laughs> get out. He did not. He did not have a name. For, he did not have a name for his uh, casino.
1: I can design this. All it needs is a sex appeal and a catchy name. <sighs> All right. Are you ready for your hard question? I guess so. All right. What exactly happens to the waiter after it? Uh, Bart reveals that it was it was his own clumsiness that caused him to get hurt. Like what happens in the courtroom after Bart reveals that,
0: Oh, what happens in the courtroom? Um, right. Kind of remember what happens to him in the kitchen, but I don't really remember what happens to him in the court. I know he falls out the window into a truck filled with, I think, rat traps, mouse traps. And what happens prior to that? I th- he falls out the the window. How does he do that? There's like, it, it is a like kind of Rube, uh, Rube Goldberg kind of thing. He's like, which echoes the thing that happened to him in the kitchen right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because he's a key is like i I, he's outraged uh he denies any of that i don't what's the hell what could be in a courtroom uh does he go through like the little the little door or something and he trips on that and flies out the window I'll say that. I'll say I I say he, he trips on the he trips on something and flies out the window. He trips on the little door, the little swingy door.
1: You're so close. He trips over the chair he was sitting in.
0: But he does fall out the window into a truck full of He does traps. fall out the
1: window into a rat, uh, rat traps, so I think I can give you one point for that. I will take it. I am not too proud.
0: Your hard question, Matt. What is sharing the bill with Robert Goulet at Burns' casino before Bart poaches him?
1: Oh, um, Okay. What is it? It's the Siegfried and Roy analogs, which are Gunter and... Crap. Crap. All right, I'm not going to waste too much time on this. Uh, It is Gunter and uh, uh, Hans, the Tiger Tamers, and um, Big Timmy featuring the Shazams. (laughs) It's one, Gunter and
0: Ernst. Is Ernst the, is the name of the, Ernst is the name of the second guy. That is not. They do not share the bill with Robert Goulet. Uh, oh. they the they are they are in that episode, but they are on in the episode later on where they get it, they they're dealing with a tiger. Gotcha. Uh, it is Robert Goulet and Concrete and Asphalt Expo 1993. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> I mean, I I think I might skip out on the Concrete and Asphalt Expo.
1: Yeah, that doesn't seem like a lot of fun. I'm sure you can learn a lot, so I might pop in and just talk to some people for a bit. But beyond that, yeah, I wouldn't stay more than a day. I doubt it's free, though, Matt. Well, you never know. A lot of those are free. That's true. They just have limited, like, you have to prove that you're involved in the industry in some way. Yeah, you probably have to register. Probably.
0: Probably. I don't know. They probably would do heavy background checks. Regardless, Matt, you've gained one point on me today. Yes. Two episodes to go, I believe. I can do this.
1: Yes, two episodes to go.
0: Um, I, I do you want to? I got some bonus questions for Matt that I know you still have some for me. If you'd like to, you want you want me to go first? For
1: sure, do. You let me get those pulled up. Okay. All right, I've got some tough ones. Great, my favorite. All right, we're going to start with the hardest question first, because it's fun to do that. Name the students we see receive their career results and what they got. Oh, God, um, Martin,
0: systems analyst.
1: The easy one. Yep,
0: easy one. Lisa gets Homemaker. Bart gets Drifter. Or Bart wants Drifter. No, yeah, Bart gets Drifter, I think. Or is it Bart gets... Is that when he gets Cop? I forget. I always forget the Order of Operations. I think... Okay, I'm going to say Bart gets... He wants to be Drifter, he gets Cop. Um, Milhouse gets... I forget. Jeannie gets Doctor, I think. And Milhouse gets... What does Milhouse get? Does Milhouse get anything? Am I imagining that? I don't know. That's my, I don't know. Millhouse gets uh, manager
1: of a cracker factory. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're close. Uh, you got not quite half of them. Uh, Janie gets architect. Architect. Okay. Uh, some random kid we've never seen before gets insurance salesman. Uh, Millhouse is a military strongman. Oh, right. uh, Ralph gets salmon gutter. And uh, you got the rest. Martin, okay. Lisa, and Bart. All right. It's a good job, Robbie. That, that was a tough one. Any more questions? Or are you saving them? So, why did Homer get rejected from becoming a police officer?
0: Uh, <laughs> is it. Um, I believe it's because he is too heavy and then he got
1: rejected from the military because he's too slow or it might be reversed. <laughs> You're close. Uh, he is too dumb to be a police officer. Right. Uh, the army, however, had no problem with his lack of intelligence. They need infantry soldiers after all. And they said he was too fat. Too fat. OK, I got it backwards. Alright, so what is the name of Act 2 in uh, Separate Vocations? I have no idea. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> it's when they come back from commercial, Bart is in the alleyway. Yeah, yeah,
0: I know, and he's about to get hit by Snake, but then the, the alleyway is too narrow, Snake gets, uh, the, yeah. the car stopped. I don't remember. It is Death Drives
1: a Stick. Oh, right. Jeez.
0: Really <laughs> yeah. embarrassing And myself.
1: also, your, your final question for today. What, why is Groundskeeper Willie really arrested after a tip from Bart? Burning Leaves? Yes, Burning Leaves, without a permit. Congratulations. I got one. Great.
0: These are all from Homer the Great. Uh, These are from
1: Lauren. These are from
0: Lauren. There's a bunch of questions. I want rapid fire, okay? I want quick. I don't want you to think too much. Okay. Number one, three times Lenny says it's a secret when Homer asks a question. What questions
1: did Homer ask? Oh, uh, he asks... um... I have no idea. I'm not going to waste your time on these. I know them, but it would take me a long time to remember. Why they had better rapid fire. Why they
0: had better parking spots. Why they had better chairs. And why were they not available on Wednesday nights? It's a secret. Exactly. Uh, number two. How did Homer follow Lenny and Carl? And what
1: did he call it? Uh, he put a paint can and poked a hole in the bottom of it. What did he call it? Mm-hmm. I have no idea. He followed the yellow drip road. Oh. I got you now. All right, clever.
0: Who throws Homer out of the Stonecutters
1: meeting? Uh, the 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 goons, isn't it? his hired goons. Mo. Mo? Huh. I need to watch that episode again. Who is the first one to mention Stonecutter? Who is the first one to mention it? To use the word Stonecutter. Oh, to use the word Stonecutter. Okay. Um, Lenny, I believe. You're correct. What are the two ways to get into the Stonecutters? Uh, to uh be born a member or to save the life of a member be the son of a member or save the life of a oh, member. son that's true i guess men only what a boring club <laughs> how many times does grandpa say i'm a member five
0: three is the answer all, uh, all the groups name all the groups that grandpa is a member of
1: uh i'm an elk uh, a communist a mason president of the gay and lesbian alliance uh, and a stonecutter
0: that is correct good job that's a that's a that's a tricky one name at least yeah. five members of the stonecutters
1: okay uh there's patrick stewart uh there is uh, yes, lenny carl I, what's that
0: i don't think the character's name is patrick stewart <laughs> fine
1: number one okay uh mr burns carl lenny uh Krusty, steve gutenberg I could probably keep going, but that's five.
0: That's, you got, yeah, you got it. Good job. Um, what is Homer's number in the stone cutters? Uh,
1: 612?
0: 908. What is Homer's license plate number? Oh, I have no idea. R8DMT? What is the real emergency number? 912. Correct. Why did Homer get thrown out of the stone cutters? Uh,
1: because he messed up the sacred parchment.
0: Correct. What are the two stones Homer has to wear?
1: Uh, the Stone of Shame and the Stone of Triumph.
0: Correct. What games does Homer play after becoming their chosen one in which they let him win? He
1: plays pool
0: and poker. And That's it. Missing bowling. He bowls. Bowling. What word is is echoed when Homer is speaking to Lisa? Uh,
1: oh, um, isolated.
0: Correct. Your last question, Matt. Why are the stone tired of Homer?
1: Why are they tired of him? Mm-hmm uh oh oh uh, because he wants them to spend all their time volunteering and giving back to society instead of you know drinking and having fun correct good job (laughs) took me way too long to remember that one (laughs) all right
0: that's that's uh that's it for trivia for this week um we can move on to our final segment segment every single episode with it is time for best episode ever best episode ever Best episode ever is a part show where Matt and I rank the episodes categorically so we watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever, and how good they are. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Where does this one go,
1: Matt? So, I believe earlier we compared this to Moaning Lisa. And uh, mm-hmm. I don't think this is quite as good as Moaning Lisa. Um, it, it's got that same thing where you know, like you said, uh, people telling Lisa to smile, but Moaning Lisa is a surprisingly good episode. I mean, it's got a lot of technical errors, but when it comes to the heart of the episode, it's really good. This episode just has enough little weirdnesses that I don't think it's quite as good. It's close. Uh, like, right beneath it is, like, Life on the Fast Lane, Hello, Gutter, Hello, Fodder, Realty Bites. I think this is probably better than those, but I don't know if it's better than Moaning Lisa. I don't think so.
0: don't think it's better than Moaning Lisa. Is it better than um, Life on the Fast Lane?
1: Mm. I'm not really a huge fan of that episode, so I would probably say yes, but I could go either way, really.
0: Hmm. Because I don't think it's better than I think it's better than Hello Gut or Hello Fodder. Yeah. And I think it's definitely better than Realty Bites. There's no way it's it's.
1: You do. really hate that episode, and I'm very neutral on it. It's I really so don't.
0: Funny. I really don't like Realty Bites very much. Um, But I do think it's better than Hello Gut or Hello Fodder. I think it's a little tighter than that even with the many minutes of television and movies we watch. Um Life on the Fast Lane. I'm gonna say Life on the Fast Lane's better. Okay. As Albert cool Brooks. with that. Albert Brooks this is a deciding factor. Yeah. yeah. It's not quite breakfast. It's not quite lunch. You get a little bit of cantaloupe.
1: There comes with the sense of cantaloupe at the end.
0: No, okay. Number one ninety seven on our list is last tap Dance last tap dance. In Springfield right above hello gutter hello fodder right below life on the fast lane last on our list is kill the alligator and run Oof, we've added a lot of episodes down at the bottom matt
1: it certainly seems like that.
0: <laughs> homer's enemies is number one uh our next episode is one i'm not necessarily looking forward to it's a mad 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 march
1: oh boy that is that's a rough one
0: and you get becky remember becky Becky and Otto, and yeah, and then Marge gets jealous and things. I think I, I haven't seen this episode in a long time, so maybe for a very good reason, maybe it's not bad. Maybe I'm misremembering it. There's hope, sure. right? hmm, you gotta have hope sometimes, Matt.
1: It's important sometimes, but not in season 11.
0: <sighs> yeah, you're probably right. Um, you can find this list at our website it's simply the Links to everything there to our Facebook, to our Twitter, to our RSS feed, it also a link to our Patreon. If you want to throw the show a couple dollars we'd appreciate it Hope to keep the lights on um that'll do it for us today uh, before you go you can find me on twitter at robbie dorman please check out my other podcast The the boys comics hour we talked about miss marvel the most recent episode and the serial fanaticist it's about lots of nerdy things uh the most recent episode will be about the haunting of hill house the netflix show which i enjoyed Talk about that with friend of this show, Andrew, Andrew Bloom of the AndrewBlog.net. So listen in there. Um, also, before we go, I want to wish you guys a happy holidays. Enjoy uh, however you celebrate. Enjoy time with your family. Or enjoy your vacation. Try and try and not get not let your your the family you don't like drive you crazy.
1: <laughs> That's right. Stay away from the family you don't like. Hang out with the family you do you like. And when they're in together, just wander off. It's or, easier that way.
0: Or just drink. That's what I numb it all those edges. That's what I do. Uh, Matt does not participate in social media. Unless you're a certain level of Patreon back here, you will not find him.
1: That's true. However, I have been trying to teach myself Morse code. So as an exercise, and the readers, you can help me with that. Just, uh, you know, post some videos of yourselves tapping out Morse code with your tap shoes. It'll be great exercise for you and good practice for me. Tappa, tappa, tappa. Tap tappa, tappa. I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt.
0: And keep watching this episode. <laughs>